Hi, this is Kaneke and Alina, your personal supporters that are here to help you feel truly special. We are on a mission to help you understand your dynamic nature and appreciate your unique talents. By helping you balance your yin and yang energies within, we can foster healing in our global community, one woman at a time. If you want to explore the opportunity to work with us individually, please shoot us an email at herlifecompass at gmail.com. That is H-E-R-L-I-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-S-S at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast where we celebrate the strength and resilience of women on their unique journeys. I'm your host, Alina, and I am so excited to be back after what feels like forever, which has been months and months. But in today's very special episode, I will actually be sharing my current personal experience of navigating life as a new mom and the challenges I'm facing, including postpartum, identity shift and career transition. So let's dive in. Hello, everybody. It's me, Kanike again. And just like Kalina said, we are so excited to come back with our podcast. I know a few of you reached out to myself, a few of you reached out to Alina and were asking, when is the next episode? So here we are. Let's get rolling. Oh, I'm so excited. My journey of becoming a new mom, which has actually been the reason we took this mini break. I was navigating my pregnancy, finishing up my yoga certification, which I'm so proud and so excited to announce and just managing it all and stepping into this new identity. What have been your feelings so far being a mother for the first time? How does it feel? Oh, it feels like a lot. And I would say that there's so many emotions that I feel all at once or in a matter of a day. Every day is just completely different. And so far, I am two months in, so eight weeks postpartum. And dealing with postpartum has been a roller coaster of so many different complex emotions and feelings. From the initial excitement of becoming a mother to sometimes feeling completely overwhelmed, exhausted. Postpartum has just taught me to be so much more patient with myself and seek support when needed. Over the course of the last two months, I have been learning to prioritize my own self-care and nurturing my soul first and foremost because you can't pour from an empty cup and just learning to communicate openly with my loved ones, my partner about how I'm feeling so they can support me better. What I'm finding now that I am too Two months after giving birth and I'm ready to tackle the world, uh, resume our podcasting, our blog, which is new. We'll share a little bit towards the end that it's not just about managing the baby. Motherhood is this huge endeavor that involves so much personal growth. I want to emphasize the importance of carving out time for ourselves uh, while we navigate motherhood. And this is probably where I I look up to you as my mentor, but as also 
as a seasonal mom because you're a mom of two and I am just so curious and so open to learning and understanding how you manage it all because motherhood is not just the little one it's about managing a system managing this complex organization of employees looking at from an HR perspective so many different operations within the household on top of that is learning to practice mindfulness enjoying the present moment nurturing our own well-being so we can show up as the best versions of ourselves for our families this is how I've been feeling so far the lessons that I learned and when I reflect back on when I was a mom the first time the second time my kids are now big enough but when it just started what was important for me is to practice self-care and self-love towards myself and do not sacrifice any things that matter to me personally as we always reinforce during our podcast we say that presence and the energy of mother is so powerful in a household and therefore it is important for you to keep your container filled up with that energy that's full of love and peace and gratitude and content. When you become a mother, I'm sure, Alina, now you know what does it feel to love unconditionally. Mm -hmm. You look at this baby and you're like, oh, you cannot explain how much you just love this little creature. Oh my God, you are so right. The whole world stops for a while and it's just him and I connecting and it's beyond measure. It's just unconditional, like you said, and I've never felt this sort of love and it's incredible. What also is important is to communicate with your partner because a lot of time women, when they become mother for the first time, they feel like it's their responsibility to hold everything on their shoulders whether it's looking after the child, whether it's waking up at night, whether it's doing everything else at home, like cleaning, cooking, laundry and everything else. So it is important to involve your partner and split those responsibilities together because parenthood is about two of you and not just the mother. 100% and I just feel so incredibly lucky for the partner that I have for my husband because he's just been the most incredible partner in this whole journey and I wouldn't be here today recording this podcast as he watches the baby. I just feel so incredibly blessed because that is really the key in navigating and managing it all because behind a very strong woman is a very supportive husband and I feel so incredibly incredibly blessed to say that, to claim that so openly. So happy for you. And it is important. All of you who are listening to us, whether you're new moms or you're experienced moms, just a good reminder for you to reflect on whether you are doing enough of involving your partner, speaking to them, communicating with them, asking for help when you need it. There's so many things that we're navigating as women because motherhood just becomes this new identity that we have to tackle. If I'm being frank and honest and transparent, the identity shift that came with motherhood has been both beautiful and challenging. There's one side of this unconditional love, these indescribable emotions, such powerful feelings of love, of care, connection with your baby. There's also this shadow side of almost this identity crisis. I don't want to use that word, but feel like a lot of women can definitely relate to this. This identity shift comes with a lot of challenges. As a new mom, I found myself redefining who I am and what my priorities really are every day or maybe every week. And this could be a part of my hormones changing. I feel different. 
And sometimes I find myself being a little bit more negative than positive. And so I've been really prioritizing finding my center and really asking myself, who am I and who do I want to show up as in the world? I found that it's a process of letting go of certain aspects of my pre-mom life mm. who I used to be or who I used to relate to while still embracing this newfound strength and these superpowers that come with this powerful title of being a mom. It's incredible. I recently came across Harry Harlow's monkey experiment. Have you heard of it? No. Mm-mm. A lot of people criticize that experiment because it's very cruel but he basically took little monkey babies newly born and he would take them away from their mothers and he puts them around fake mothers one is the mother made of full wires but it has a fake nipple so it helps to feed the monkey next to her was a, a fluffy warm mother again a, a fake doll imitation of a mother but it was fluffy made of cotton and they put something inside to keep it warm but it was not feeding the baby the monkey baby at all so both monkeys were there. What was he observing is that the little baby monkeys, they would go to the mother that is made of wire for the feeding purposes, but most of the time they would just go and spend their time around the fluffy mother. She wasn't feeding them that they wanted the touch, the warmth, the connection with the mother. And then he did a few experiments like he would bring loud noises and instead of running to the wide mother that produces milk, all the baby monkeys would run to the cotton mother that doesn't give any food, but they just felt more secure and safe with them. Another experiment they put those monkeys in an unknown place and if they put the fluffy mother monkey in there baby monkeys they would feel way more comfortable first they run to their mother to cuddle with them feel the warmth of the mother and then they would go around and explore the place being curious and feeling safe but if they put in their known zone without the cotton mother being there they feel agitated they're scared they don't want to do anything they just lost and overwhelmed and the whole experiment proved that just feeding babies not enough Babies, they need bonding. They need that connection with the mother. They need that warmth. That gives them a sense of security, stability, and that allows them to be themselves, to explore the world and believe in themselves. So I was like, oh my God. It was a huge eye-opener just to demonstrate that being a mother is not really only about feeding the baby, but being in the moment with this baby, cuddling with them, smelling them, sniffing them, feeding them and enjoying this time together because that gives them a lot of peace. That's definitely how I've been feeling and I think that the amount of energy and power that it takes to be this whole world to this little human because as women we're not just pregnant with this little one for mm. uh, nine months carrying them under our heart for this baby to hear our heartbeat and getting so used to it and then to postpartum to connecting with the baby to caring for the baby like you said it's not just about feeding the baby it's really mm. just being that emotional support really we are everything to this baby as a new mom I feel that responsibility and duty as I understand and grasp of how needed I am to this baby that this baby depends on me I face this challenge of managing some of my aspirations and trying to find that delicate dance between my own aspirations and being a mom and I'm sure a lot of women can relate that step 
stepping into this identity of being a new mom or motherhood and juggling so many responsibilities, you kind of have to find that perfect balance and that uh, harmony to really be able to manage it all, being a mom, and then also remembering and savoring your identity as a woman because motherhood is just one facet of womanhood. And we as women are multifaceted and we have different aspirations. We have creative endeavors. We have dreams and goals. And I think for me personally, balancing my professional aspirations with the demands of motherhood has been a delicate dance. As some of our listeners know, we've just launched our website. Actually, if you're interested, (laughs) you could look it up. It's herlifecompass.com. We've started a blog. And as I'm navigating this new journey as a mom, I happen to be on maternity leave. And every day I find myself that a part of my self-care routine is also tending to my aspirations just because I know that this is where I recharge. Doing something that I love and I'm passionate about actually gives me more energy to care for my little one. And this is this paradox that we as women, only women, can relate to. I've had to learn to be flexible with my career goals and also find creative ways to pursue my passions while caring for my little one. Sometimes it looks like carrying my baby in a sling or nursing and when he's taking a nap, I feel really tired. But it's interesting because when I'm here and I'm writing and I'm doing all these different things, I feel so much more alive and energized than taking a nap. That's the paradox because what we do fuels my life. Recording this podcast, it feels so good. A lot of women sometimes can relate to the sense of mom guilt. It's the sense of I should be with my child instead of this or I should be doing this when I'm doing that. I found that maybe we catch ourselves in those moments when we're doing something we're not passionate about because when we're pursuing our passions, our dreams, our career aspirations without the intent for making money, it's just for the pure intention of creative expression. That actually fuels you more. So Mm. that's been my strategy for self-care. I like how you've mentioned about this sense of guilt. Again, would like to remind you when the baby is still very small, the connection between you and the baby is so strong. The quality of how you feel internally is so important because mm-hmm. the way you feel, the baby feels it too. So if you feel a sense of guilt, the baby will feel it without really understanding it, but it will be felt just like that. I really like your saying, embracing different sides of you and not just being, okay, I'm a mother, mother, so I need to be with my baby all the time. I think very important is to have a schedule. Having a routine on a daily basis helps you to stay focused and have a sense of achievement at the end of the day. Okay, today I want to do this, 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 this. Got some routine, you've got some things, whether it's to be with the baby, whether it's time to do some yoga, I know you're doing some yoga, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's just dancing, whether it's just doing nothing. But that structure routine really can help you to feel that you are managing your time well, that you are in control of your time. You're not reacting to the time, trying to fight fire, but you are more proactive in your approach and you are in friendship with the time and you decide how you want to spend it, what you want to do and where you want to spend it. Definitely. Time management has really become my superpower (laughs) in this new phase of life. It's like navigating and getting used to this new job. Mm -hmm. If we look at it from an HR perspective, it's like I'm onboarding. (laughs) 
I am at my 60 days mark, so I'm coming up at 90. So I'm like, okay, I think I got the gist of this job. It's ever changing. It's very demanding with a little one who always needs constant attention or just presence, connection. I've learned to make the most of every minute of my life. And I don't think I've ever been this productive and intentional with my time. Like you said, having a routine or having a ritual the way I look at it or just knowing a sense of what your day's priorities look like is so powerful. I've been time blocking and literally time blocking going for a walk in the morning, doing something for myself and prioritizing tasks that has allowed me to maintain some sense of order in this whole chaos of motherhood because I'm someone that actually needs some sense of order. I can't manage without it like you and I were talking without it. If my house is messy, my mind is messy. So I need some sort of order because our external environment impacts so much of how we feel inside as a new mom every minute counts every second counts if he's down for a nap for seven minutes i'm going to the shower uh, <laughs> so it's been incredible what i would like to remind is things may not be always perfect and even uh, though we have routine things might not come just the way we planned it to be and it's okay it's okay for things to be imperfect like we always say imperfectly perfect and being flexible being willing to face new changes that come through your way and go with the flow sometimes it's okay yeah embracing imperfection really has been the key and navigating postpartum. I don't think I could consider myself being a perfectionist. I try to find a balance, but I would say really intentionally understanding that things are going to be imperfect and that's okay has really been my new mantra. Whether it would be dealing with my new postpartum body look, a lot of women struggle with it. And we know those moments in the shower, after the shower, we look in the mirror, we have some thoughts and we have sometimes some negative thoughts. We can all be transparent. We're not all confident. And sometimes confident doesn't mean you're always 100% confident. Confident sometimes means that you know how to bounce back from negative to positive thoughts. And that's just how I've been dealing with it. And I've been really extending and showing myself grace with the way I talk to myself internally about myself. When I look in the mirror and I, I look at my belly, I look at my C-section scar and the things that I think about myself, the, the way I say to myself, is really where self-care really shines through. And imperfection also shows in some of the tasks. Sometimes I don't feel like doing anything. Sometimes I'm running on three, four hours of sleep. And the last thing I want to do is doing the dishes. So every day looks completely different for me now. I am learning and embracing change, letting go of so many things that I used to hold on to as pre-mom era. Now that I am a new mom, because I understand that life is not about this perfect balance of balancing everything like 50-50, 20-20. Rather, it's a delicate dance. It's this harmony. And sometimes it's 80-20, sometimes it's 70-10. But all I know is that I only have 20% to give, but I put myself to 100 and I give my all to this little task. It goes so much more. It goes a long way. I think that's enough for today, Alina. You and me, we can talk, but welcome to the motherhood. Uh, thank you so much. And I am so excited for this new journey of motherhood as well as our new journey for this podcast. I am so excited to see where it goes. And along with this podcast, we've actually launched our official website, which is a resource 
for so many women like you if you're listening that you can check out and also our new blog if you are interested you can follow us on instagram we can also sharing insightful content and just little tips on coaching in different languages there's russian and kyrgyz so i encourage you and i invite you to join us on this journey my name is alina and my name is kaniki until next time